Hello everyone, this is day one of reflecting upon the NEH workshop from Clotilda to Community, the history of Africatown. Upon arrival, I was uncertain of what to expect, but I quickly found myself engrossed in the speakers, ideas, and activities. Day one reminded me of the lesson that Dr. Doris first explicitly taught me at Xavier University of Louisiana in January of 2013. That black history doesn't start with slavery, it starts in Africa. It was lovely to hear Dr. Robertson talk about the work she did that really focused on this message and this point within the historiography of black history and how it helped her to write her book about the Clotilda and the making of Africatown. It was also lovely to hear about her seven principles of research, which I noted and found very useful for personal research um, direction from here. The prompt for today was about the power and purpose of reflection. Reflection, what I'm doing here, is also commonly called metacognition. It is essential to the development of individuals and societies. Some call that reflecting and changing, in other words, learning, over tens of thousands of years by humanity as a whole something called spiral dynamics. Reflection is a powerful thing and can be transformative both cognitively and affectively. I enjoyed the videos today about Africatown and reflected upon how I can not only be a more engaged educator in teaching tough history, but a more engaged citizen of Mobile in supporting the efforts of Africatown to preserve their history and develop as a community of this great city. As I reflect, I feel this is a wonderful first day to set the tone for the week. Good night, everybody. Hello, everyone. This is day two of reflecting upon the NEH workshop from Clotilda to Community. Today was a very productive and fulfilling day. I wondered how we will ever recover all the voices and stories lost to oppression and ochlocratic violence in American history. I thought about this a lot during Dr. Gert's presentation. I enjoyed her framing of how to teach what archives are to students in a way that starts with an examination of the root word archive which is Latin for both government and public records, depending on how exactly you break down that route. It is with those in power that the decision of determining what's significant and enough to save and be told lies. I consider my past responses and overall choices as an educator up against the cultural proficiency continuum explained to us by Dr. Morton today. And... I thought about situations where I demonstrated cultural proficiency, but also competency, but then other times how I fell short of both of those and how I could have changed my response to to meet the standard of not only competence, but proficiency. I've been thinking back to my own experiences in K through 12 and many of the pre-competence moments I experienced or witnessed. As a hearing child of two deaf parents, there was little cultural proficiency in the early 2000s regarding deaf culture among students or even their own leaders in the classrooms, our educators. I'm thinking about how I can develop a more culturally proficient curriculum and what that means in the context of what we've learned from Dr. Bendolf today about instructional design. In light of all this new information, I also considered the daily prompt. What is learning? Learning is growth, it's evolution, it's transformation, um, and ultimately, learning is about 
taking the process and mastering the process. I feel I experienced some learning today. Good night, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is day three of reflecting upon the NEH workshop from Clotilda to Community. I really enjoyed the content knowledge from today's workshop, particularly Dr. Wegman's lecture on the Middle Passage and the process of racializing chattel slavery, essentially the intellectual history of racism in the context of slavery and the middle trade and the decontextualization of African culture in a very theoretical way in writings and in a really real way on the Middle Passage. I was thinking about how I can recraft my lessons and narrative in the classroom in this upcoming year and use some of the things that I've gleaned and taken from Dr. Wegman's lecture. Dr. Kirkland also had some real gems to offer that I know I will use in my classroom here in Mobile. And I enjoyed his demeanor in how to approach tough history and his apparent love and respect for Mobile and the people in it and community. Mrs. Morrison had some great insight regarding source analysis and digital timelines, which are becoming more popular in the field and even grants are are being given to digitize the humanities. So I thought it was great the way she showed her lesson plan and, and, and the fact that it was taught virtually. The most emotionally significant part of today was certainly the video regarding the environmental issues in Africatown. I'm thinking of my best friend's aunt, my grandmother, cohort Courtney's husband and his family, and I feel nothing but anger. Anger and disappointment at what hundreds of years of unchecked capitalism, profit over people, and white supremacy has released upon this precious community of human beings and those that worked in it. I experienced the power of process today through the processing of this information. What will I do with it? How will I use it as an educational tool about our very environment? What does that process look like in my classroom? I'm excited to start designing my new lessons and material for this upcoming year. To process things is to begin to learn, to frame expectations, to create a way ahead, to transform, but to not necessarily perfect it. Today was significant for me. Good night, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is day four of reflecting upon the NEH workshop from Clotilda to Community. As I walk away from today, I'm realizing that history has always had a profoundly emotional impact for me in a way that has made it difficult to process my individual research and feelings and psyche at times as a historian. I'm thinking today about history as the present and how this connects to the idea of trauma, whether it be historical trauma or present. Can the two really ever fully be separated in many cases? Where does the education stop and activism in the present as history begin? How do we encourage students to engage civically in ways that go against their own economic self-interest, or at least they perceive it does in the short term without considering the long term, I suppose? How does one navigate a room full of extremely privileged white students when it comes to process and transformation of tough history, of of understanding tough history? How does one protect their one black student in in that environment? I also thought about how I can 
incorporate oral history into my curriculum and lesson plans this year, a skill I often use in my personal research. I'm both excited and overwhelmed with the possibilities of my lesson plans um, and the one that we have to create for NEH, particularly since I am located in Mobile. I think the key to educating any student, regardless of background, is to approach the room as a multicultural educator, which we learned about this week, and to practice the processes. Practice, practice, practice makes perfect. Processes of problem solution, analysis, interpretation, investigation, and the process of reflection. It is with the practice of critical thinking processes and reflective processes that one is transformed and empowered with skills and knowledge and emotional intelligence. It is with trust and strong relationships that students open themselves up to us as educators to these processes and emotionally vulnerable affective ones as well. This is what I hope to be able to do for my students or at least contribute to that journey on their way to becoming informed, responsible, caring, empathic citizens. I'm feeling so fortunate to have been part of this workshop and a part of both of the field of um, history and teaching. Today was a great day. It's been a great week, and I can't wait for the last day tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Good night, everybody.